1: Welcome in everybody on this beautiful Wednesday morning, or as Baz will say, 6:04 Morning Mayhem. Thanks for joining us. Actually, 6:09. 6:09. Well, this computer's way off on time. Then I'll make sure I don't look at that the rest of the show. 6:10. 6:10 now. So uh, yeah, the show did not even start till 6:06. I think that's when Faith. ...opens it with the National Anthem. Chris Kane, alongside Kyle Deckelbaum today. You just heard the lovely voice tones of Josh Neighbors, who's been kind enough to allow us to uh, jump into morning mayhem for the last week and a half while Roger and David take a little time off. I
2: saw Roger last night, by the way. Really? Uh, at Trivia. Yeah, he was doing his normal Trivia at, at Boudreaux. At Boudreaux's over there in Mayhem. He said that he had not turned on the show since uh, uh, last Tuesday at 9.59 a.m., which consequently was the last time that he was on air.
1: So he's got a full disconnect... Yeah, you know, which is he's what you should be doing. Truly taking time away. Kyle Dekobon, did you ever watch on weekends whenever you were off on seven? No, I would try to disconnect too. There you but go. It's
3: it easier said than done, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it is. Yeah, I know. I I wouldn't watch all the time unless I was like happened to to catch it. You know, when I was
3: taking off. Now, if I early went in the if morning. I went away say for a week, I would come back and try to go back and watch what Sully did just a little bit. So I feel like I have some sense of what was going on in the Arkansas sports world, but that was sort of the reason to watch, just so you didn't come in totally blind. Yeah,
1: no, of course. You don't want to come in, and especially in the sports world where you feel like, if you're not paying attention 24-7, 365, you're going to miss something. Right, if you miss so. it
3: for a day and you and you jump back in, you feel like you are so lost sometimes.
1: Yes, no, exactly. we
3: got a couple of guests in studio. Do
1: we have any opens for them, Josh? Do we have an open for, uh, for our friend Trey here? Is this, uh, yes. Let's go ahead.
2: Yes, uh, let me get to
1: that. Thank you very much. Yes, we'll, we'll introduce our guest. Here in just a moment, we got a big show today. Trey Reed joining us in studio. We'll get to his open here in just a minute. Alongside, he brought his boss today, Kyle Keith Stevens, joining us. I get emails from Keith all the time. You know, he sends them out, making sure everybody's up to speed on all things happening at AGFC. All right, here is the official open. Thanking our sponsor for Trey.
0: It's Trey Reed from the Arkansas Game. Hit the button bar. You don't
1: hear it? Yeah, you come on. You got to do it. It's up. It's It's up. up. Uh, Ah, not hearing it. Well i in there Button plate. bars are open Button bars are on I was just about <laughs> to Remember, remember what RJ said With programming Come on Josh We talked about This yesterday Something with programming Right yes Anyway Trey Reed Joining us What's now up, with up guys Stevens. How are you Thanks for joining us Early this morning buddy Appreciate it Good to see it. you guys Yeah good to see yeah, you Kyle I
3: haven't seen you In a minute It's been a man. long time since I know we, uh, Since the uh, duck reporter. Since something. we did the duckometer The duckometer The <laughs> duckometer it's been a minute since the duckometer. I think Chris uh, talking
4: about uh, tuning out. Although he was on the morning show, uh, I think he was always tuned in to the duckometer because he likes to I duck hunt. To.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I would. Well, and fortunately, since Trey lives in my neighborhood, if I ever see Trey, I just ask him directly. <laughs> you know, I had, I had my own personal duckometer right Nobody there in the neighborhood.
4: Nobody else ever does that. No, of dude. course Nobody not. Else ever of course, ask
1: me what's going on. No, outside. and I would text Trey too uh, about you know questions all the time, and he'd always give a very. Th- this is what I love about Trey, and this is why it's always good to have a friend at the AGFC because Trey would always give you two answers to a question. One is the professional answer, the AGFC answer, and the other one is, now I'm talking as your neighbor. Now now, now I'm talking, yeah, here is my official spokesperson answer, and now I'm talking as your neighbor. And, and a lot of times, you know, sometimes those would coincide, and other times you'd be like, thank you, Trey.
4: Maybe there's a little more
1: nuance in the neighbor's answer. There is, there is. No, I asked him about, I asked him about uh, avian flu this past year. I was going to say, was big you, one. you yeah. were one
4: of the first people, Chris, that reached out to me to ask about uh, avian flu, and, you know, we were... Aware that you know avian flu has been around for many many years uh, and but but it hadn't really been it hadn't had much of an impact in in Arkansas and then last year. Things kind of, you know, a perfect storm came together. The We had some cold spells early, pushed migratory waterfowl down. It was largely affecting snow geese. And that's what you said. You were like, man, we got out there, and instead of all the geese flushing off the field, some of them stayed, and my dog wanted to go retrieve
1: them. Oh, he did. He retrieved one and brought it to me. And and I, and, the, and the goose was looking at me like, what in the world is this dog doing? I gra- And my dad's looking at me, and it's this whole deal where we're going, is this, I mean, what what is happening here? We had no idea at the time. Brian Hendrick's article about it in the paper did not come out. It was Thanksgiving week. Did not come out until the next day. So at the time, we didn't know the symptoms, we didn't know the signs. Play in a minute. So we were sitting there, and we were trying to figure out what's happening in the field. There were six geese that stayed out there, and the rest of them were circling. So we were like, oh, okay, maybe these are the watch geese or something. Maybe maybe these are the ones that are like,
4: y'all stay down there and tell us what's going to happen. They were the, the recon. That's right, scouts, that's right. Yeah, we know. thought
1: we thought some scouts were in the field. And uh, little did we know that, uh, no, just some bird flu geese just sitting out in the field and, and, and fearless. And that was the symptom that really scared us the next day. That's when i take this thanksgiving week i'm like trey i need to talk to somebody about this i came face to face with this thing yesterday and i don't know what to do and you were very calm and thank you for for leveling my head on it because at the time i was like do i need to take my dog to the vet do i need to go get checked out you know what what are, what do i need to do and and thank you for your your, oh, you your cool, i always, response
4: always happy to, to answer questions personally or you know here for the uh, mass That's right. That's on morning right. mayhem.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Keith, do
4: you listen to, to Trey
5: ever? Are you Are I, you keeping uh, track well, of him? I try not to because I get a lot of calls later. Yeah. <laughs> I get, um, you know, there's a lot of people that uh, fill me in on, on what he says. No, I'm just kidding.
1: They're, inform- they're yes. informing you yes. about, about all of his missteps. Not, not Absolutely. about the good stuff, right? No, like, you never. never hear, no one ever no. calls and says, oh, you know, I just want to compliment Trey Reed and what he's doing over there. I, I don't think I've ever heard those words. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Kyle, it's the same thing in sports, isn't lie. it? It, it doesn't matter. Same thing LA in LA. sports. Yeah. No, I mean, gosh, Kyle, uh, how many people used to call into, into the sports office and, and, and compliment you guys ever?
3: <laughs> never. Ever. Zero.
1: Was there ever a, a call of compliment? Zero. Very little. Yeah. How many
3: complaints that we didn't mention something <laughs> all the time? <laughs> so if you hear nothing after Trey is on the radio, that means he's doing a good job. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's, it's it's funny
4: how you typically hear from the people who aren't as happy as maybe the the majority of folks.
6: <laughs>
1: uh, that's how it typically works, right? Yeah. Now, now, quickly, uh, Memorial Day weekend wrapped up. Everything go pretty smoothly from, uh... On, on y'all's side. I know that y'all are different from, you know, policing policing Lake Hamilton, obviously, but uh, everything go pretty smooth as far as fishing and recreation. Yeah, it's concerned. a busy, busy, weekend. busy weekend. A lot yeah, of boats on a, the
4: water. Always busy. You know, we've got almost 250,000 registered boats in Arkansas. Wow. Uh, now, not saying all of those were on the water, but
6: <laughs> no, I know, see a few probably them in a, field, I guess, a lot of them. I see a few of them in a field driving up 65. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. No, there's, there's certainly some that, that need some work. But yeah, overall, yeah. pretty nice. It was a pretty good weekend, I think. Yeah,
5: I think we we did have um, uh, one incident, but it was um, actually a swimming incident. Okay, um, so it wasn't really a boat boating related, but uh, at least that's the, the am aware of.
3: You know, didn't have to worry about that. Take like that any Memorial Day weekend.
5: Yeah, yeah. The, any, any time. I mean, that's when when, when we go off uh, on our weekends. You know, I like to go to Greer's Ferry and I take my hat and my shirt with me because I'm I, I'm always. Fearful that we're going to have something happen, and um, you know something bad. Usually, it's a boating accident or something like that. So, I'll be ready if if somebody calls and wants to do a you know a, a, an interview real quickly or something. You
1: just like kind that. of always on call, even on holiday yeah, weekends. Yeah. Yeah, you I mean, can't, can't put Trey on that and, and just be like, Hey, I'm he's taking called. this weekend off. If they off. can't get him, they'll call me yeah, of <laughs> <course>. <laughs> And and I imagine his phone's on silent every now and then. Keith's like, Yeah, I don't need I don't need to handle he's this. He's good, he's good. Yeah, anytime I need any help from him,
4: he's yeah. you, you were talking about people calling. I mean you guys know that you've 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 worked in broadcasting for, for many years, both of you, but every reporter in the central Arkansas market has has our phone numbers. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it might ring at seven o'clock in the morning, it might ring at seven o'clock at night, it might ring at nine o'clock at night and it's
1: uh you know it's part of the job though i mean you know people need information so that's that's why we're here <laughs> speaking of calling if you want to call in this morning six six one one zero three seven. if you have any questions for trey Reed or keith stevens you can call in let's go ahead and hit trey's open thank you sponsors
0: it's Trey Reed from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission. If you've got questions about outdoor life in Arkansas, Trey is the guy with all the answers. Brought to you by Arts Marine. Arts Marine in North Little Rock has been carrying Yamaha, G3, Evinrude, and Tohatsu for over 50 years. Call them today at 753-7351.
1: All right, Trey, if you want to call in, 661-1037. Keith Stevens also in with us today. Last week, um, you took a variety of questions that were mostly about fishing, and I want to ask you a question about hunting briefly. All right. My mind typically stays on hunting all year, even though it's seasonal. And I want to ask you about this because I saw an article a month ago in DU on pintail populations and being a huge duck hunting state. I wanted to know if you guys had seen or heard anything about pintail populations on the decline, and it's not something that's just happened. It's been a steady decline since the 1950s, um, and it's dropped to a threshold almost Trey, of canceling pintail season for the following duck season. So, what have you, what can you tell us about this? And, and, and is this something that we're going to have to be mindful of as duck hunters moving forward over the next few years? As this. The, it keeps dropping on the graph. 1.78 million was the survey, right? Right. And what's yeah, the you threshold? And I kind of talked about 1.75 yeah. 5 million. Yes. So
4: the way, so migratory waterfowl are managed both federally and, and at the state level. So the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, and this is due to migratory bird treaties that have been on the books and negotiated with other nations, some of them over a hundred years ago. Uh, So the feds basically tell us they they conduct counts uh, with the help of states and the Canadian Wildlife Service and whatever and they fly these aerial surveys and they have these estimates of of the number of various species of ducks uh, as well as the number of potholes these little ponds up on the northern U.S. and Canadian prairies Uh, and there's a matrix there Uh, we use mallards for the matrix and like you take the number of ducks that are counted and the number of pods that are counted and where they intersect on the matrix tells us whether we're going to have a 60-day season a 45-day season or a 30-day season and we've been in a 60-day season framework for like 25 years now Many duck hunters uh, were not even alive the last time we had a 45- (laughs) or 30-day season. But beyond that, we also look at individual species. And so the various flyways, the Mississippi Flyway, the Atlantic Flyway, the Pacific, the Central Flyway, all make recommendations to the Fish and Wildlife Service based on those numbers. And so then we have, like, these kind of sub-seasons underneath the overall season, like whether you can shoot one pintail or two pintails or, you know, how many green-winged teal, how many gadwalls. How many uh, uh, redheads? Canvasbacks are another one uh, that, that people keep a close eye on because uh, it's also a species that the numbers have kind of teetered around that threshold, like you're talking about, where you may or may not be able to uh, have a canvas bag in your in your bag. And so, which is a pri- Those that's a prize duck. Oh I mean, man. That, that, I mean yeah. that's I've hunted well, for a long time. Well, and the other thing is the habitat we have in Arkansas. Most of us are hunting flooded ag fields yeah. or flooded timber. Not where canvasbacks and those divers usually are. They're m- mostly on bigger open water. Now, will they visit a flooded rice field? Absolutely. I've shot one in a flooded rice field before. But, uh, but you know, back to your question about pintails. They, when I was hunting, growing up hunting in the, in the seventies and eighties, pintails were like under the point system. They were a ten point duck. You could shoot ten of them. Uh, and. But, they prefer a slightly different type of habitat up on the prairies than than, say mallards do uh and and so yeah their their numbers have have been trending downward and as you said chris 1.78 was the estimate uh the last time we counted last last spring and uh it was right there on that threshold now the recommendation was we're still going to have a pintail in the bag limit, but it's
7: it, it's it, only it, one.
1: By it's the all, way, it is. It is. I <laughs> learned this past year as I was sitting in the field, and one of one of my friends who we were hunting with, who won't be named. I said we were we shot three. There were five of us. And then two more came and we shot them and i said what's the limit on these things and someone in the group goes i think it's two or three and i get on the app the handy dandy agfc app by the way and when i saw one and another group was circling i was like stop
6: don't shoot
1: and we were right off a highway too so mean it was yeah we had to stop immediately you know one
4: one situation <laughs> that i recall it's probably been around 20 years ago but so, pintails typically are early migrants through Arkansas. They're one of the first species that gets down here. Even like when we have our special September teal season, you'll see some shovelers and some and some pintails mixed in sometimes. Uh, and so, they, they, they come through early. Okay, uh, That's why they shoot a lot of them down in, on the Louisiana Gulf Coast oh, and the okay. Texas Gulf yeah. Coast. And then, they're one of the first ones that comes back through, say, early to mid-January. So there was a situation about 20 years ago where the feds said, okay, you can have not only like a certain number of pintails, but you can only have a certain number of days within your 60-day season for pintails. So Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, to kind of maximize opportunity, we basically had a split season for pintails. You could shoot them through the first, like, Fifteen days of the season and the last fifteen days of the season. I, I, I I'm not exactly right on that. I don't remember what it was because it was twenty years ago and I'm old and I don't remember that far. Uh, but, but so yeah, I mean it, it just goes to show you the importance of keeping up with what the regulations are. That's why we you know print the guidebooks. That's why we post regulations on agfc.com. That's why we come on radio shows like Morning Mayhem to talk about this stuff. Yes. But uh, yeah, I mean waterfowl and migratory bird management is probably one of the more complex regulatory frameworks that that we deal with at Arkansas Game and Fish. So, uh, Chris, you are on top of things, man. I didn't know that the count was 1.78
1: until you brought it up last week. Well, I was glad. So that's 30,000 birds from triggering, like, no pintail season. And 30,000 surveyed from an airplane. (laughs) (laughs) The science behind this seems a little... um... It's the best we've got. A little sketchy. You know? yeah. All right. Uh-huh. I know. No, it's not the best we've got. It's it's just the best we can we can we can say, hey, this is the way it's always been done, and this is the way it's going it, to continue to be and done. And that
0: is
4: the, that is that is really key about it, Chris, because it's been done the same way. These waterfowl surveys date back to the 1950s. As a matter of fact, the uh, the survey in the Canadian and Northern U.S. breeding grounds is the oldest continuous wildlife survey in North America. I mean, it's been going on for what 80 years now al- almost. And so w- while we're not counting every individual bird, every every pintail, every mallard, <laughs> the estimates are pretty good and the methodology has essentially been the same all that time. Now we may have expanded the survey range, more airplanes, more pilots, more biologists and that sort of thing. And of course you can extrapolate numbers from that, but essentially it's been done the same way. So those trends and, and those numbers of the trends are, are are pretty solid. I mean, and that's why we can,
1: you know, make predictions and, and regulation uh, frameworks ba- based on those numbers. All right. If you have any questions for Trey, phone number 661-1037. Keith Stevens also in here from the Arkansas Game and Fish. All right. Let's go to KT. Uh, hold on. There it is. KT? Well, it's KC, but
7: that's all
1: right. That's all right. It's early in the morning. Sorry uh, about that. What's going on? Right.
7: Exactly. We ain't had enough coffee yet. That's right. Uh Trey, quick question, um, and I, if, if it's been asked the past couple weeks, I'm sorry I've missed, but uh, the rumor swirling, I live on Lake Conway, and the rumor swirling around is y'all are finally getting geared up for a five-year project on draining, finally draining the lake to do some work on the dam, possibly making it a spillway, and I'm just wanting to see if the, the time frame I've heard is like eight, as August is when it's going to start on the on the lake, is there any proof or validity to this, or are we just hearing hearsay over this?
4: Yeah, Casey, uh, I, I don't have any exact dates, but uh, you are correct in that for a number of years we've been talking about a renovation of Lake Conway. It got a question about this last week, and unfortunately, I was not as uh, maybe up to speed as I as I should have been or could have been on our uh, you know firm definite plans for that. And again, there aren't any firm definite plans, but that lake's 75 years old. That dam and spillway are 75 years old. We all know about the incredible amount of sedimentation that's happened on Conway. I mean, the the storage capacity for water in the lake is not near what it was when the lake was was built in you know, around 1950. And so, yeah, we are looking at um, you know a renovation of the lake, which would uh, which would require it to be drained so that a new dam and spillway could be built. Uh, uh... number of years it would be down we don't know exactly what that would would be at this point uh... but it would allow game and fish to go in clear up clean up some of the dilapidated structures docks piers, and things like that that are around the lake to to allow that that sediment that's in there to compact Uh, the 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 benefit while it you know nobody wants to have, have an empty lake uh... but when it comes back, it would be an incredible fishery. I mean, all all the terrestrial vegetation, all the aquatic vegetation, you would basically, you, we call it the new lake effect. Uh, Game & Fish has done this in the past. A White Oak Lake down in South Arkansas is a great example. A more recent example, Poinsett Lake. Uh, and when you take those lakes down, you put some habitat structures, do a lot of work, and they come back as incredible lakes. Now Lake Conway is a uh, much bigger lake than those. almost seven thousand acres. It's uh, it's the crown jewel. It at uh, one time was the largest lake built and, and owned by a state fish and wildlife agency. And so, uh, yeah, there's uh, we're we're you're going to be hearing more about that in the future, Casey. Uh, probably in the in the not too distant future, we'll we'll be announcing some um, some future plans for Lake Conway.
7: Cool, dude. Well, I appreciate it. You bet, KC. All
1: right, we got some texters writing in. Um, Another one asking about Lake Conway, which we just addressed, so we won't do that one from the 501, but thank you. But we do have this one from a 478. Portray. do you have to buy a trout stamp on free fishing weekend?
4: Hey, great question. Uh, no, you do not have to. Free fishing weekend is... Free uh,
1: actually means free.
4: Free means free. Uh, that is next weekend. That's June 9th, 10th, and 11th. Starts at noon uh, on June 9th. That's a week from Friday and goes through midnight on that Sunday night, June 11th. So
1: if you're busted before noon <laughs> yeah. on that Friday...
4: <laughs> no. It, well, let's let's look at this in perspective, Chris. First of all, an Arkansas Fishing license costs $10.50. I know, I know. I c- have not eaten lunch in Little Rock in probably years uh, for less than $10.50. Maybe maybe at Edwards Food Giant. Yeah, uh, Right, right, right. The yeah. Very nice save there. Very nice save. Well done. Threw that one in. Yeah, thank, Thanks to Gary no, Proffett uh, over there. So, right, so yeah. if, if you get one before noon, yeah, that's, that's, that's on you. But yeah, <laughs> whether you're a resident or a non-resident, if you've got friends or family coming in from out of town next weekend, you don't have to have a fishing license, and if you're on our trout watch you don't have to have a trout stamp. From Again, from noon, June 9th, until midnight, June 11th. Uh, we're going to be hosting fishing derbies at, at our fish hatcheries, all of our warm water fish hatcheries around the state. And then many, <clears throat> we're also working with how many uh, communities around the state and other other organizations i think there's some like 25 or 30 different fishing derbies i think you can find out where those are and like how to register for hours uh at agfc.com slash free fishing agfc.com slash free fishing get all the details on free fishing
3: weekend kyle you've been trout fishing since you've lived here i've not but i do want to ask you a question about we have something in our backyard. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Go on, And Kyle. You've got my number, right? So <laughs> I can give you the
4: neighbor answer hey, and
3: the game and fish and, answer. <laughs> and Kyle,
1: Kyle doesn't live too far from us. Yeah, okay, you know, he's just right, north okay. of us. So, so yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not that far. Turtles.
3: Yeah, we cannot figure out how these turtles are surviving. There's no source of water <laughs> near us. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the funniest thing. We saw one, and they're no bigger than this Yeti here. I mean, they're not. They're not big. It had these red markings on the back of its shell. And I'm thinking, okay, nature, nine times out of ten, you see something with red on it, you stay far away. Right. <laughs> like a poison dart frog. Right? I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that's
1: Kyle's, I've never Kyle's heard of awakening <laughs> turtles to poison dart frogs. <laughs> I've and never coral heard of snakes. a poison
3: turtle here. But... <laughs> so we're talking to our neighbor, and we go, Have you seen this turtle? She goes, Oh, yeah. I painted its shell. What? Oh yeah, With? where's the, hit the buzzer, man? With That's
4: red no. Nail polish.
3: That's a bad, bad thing to do. With red oh, nail polish no. to keep track of it. I didn't know she was a turtle tracker. <laughs> How are these <laughs> turtles surviving?
4: Well, it it may be uh, a a terrestrial turtle, like a box turtle, uh, that that doesn't necessarily require uh, the water of. You know, turtles are amphibians, and they can live in the water and also on on land, but. You know, I've got those box turtles in, in my neighborhood in Leewood. Actually, I had a neighbor uh, who uh, was walking her dog about two weeks ago on a Wednesday morning as I was returning from morning mayhem oh, yeah. and had an injured turtle that she wanted to ask me
1: about. Like, what can you do? And I'm like... Was she waiting for you at your door? No,
4: oh, she okay. was, like, walking up from the from the morning walk with her golden retriever uh, to, to ask me about it. Sort of waiting for me. Not at my door, but across Casually the street. Casually
3: waiting near uh, your home. And, and right, I, you yeah.
4: know, I think she wanted me to perform some sort of surgery. And I assured her that I was not a wildlife veterinarian, although we do have a wildlife veterinarian on our staff at game and fish uh, but uh y- y- yeah I mean it's not uncommon Kyle to see you know see those turtles uh, like box turtles around little rock and you, the, the thing that you brought up that I really want to address, though, is like, folks, <laughs> don't paint the turtles. I mean, yeah, I know it's cool that, like, to put some paint on it, or you think it is, and then you see it the next year, and you're like, oh, that's the turtle that was in our yard, but think about it. I mean, would you want somebody coming up and, and, and painting stripes all over you so they could identify you
3: in a crowd? You know? Very emotional I mean, turtles. <laughs> I just, my wife and I got back inside, and we burst out laughing at the idea that the neighbor was painting turtles. Oh, wow. Unfortunately, it's not as rare and uh, uncommon as
4: it probably should be. Uh, yeah, it, it's that time of year when, when, when we, we do probably want to remind people more so than at other times of the year that just leave wildlife alone. I mean, you know, fawns are, uh, deer are having their fawns right now. We get so many calls. I know Keith will back this up that, you know, hey, there's an abandoned fawn in my backyard. That fawn's not abandoned. Uh, The mama doe has She's got to go feed, she's got to go drink water, she's got to, you know, uh, produce milk that she can feed those fawns, and she's going to leave it in a spot that she thinks is safe while she goes and about her daily activities. So, 99 times out of 100, animals are not abandoned. Uh, you know, because of chronic wasting disease, we don't even allow rehabilitation of white-tailed deer in Arkansas anymore, Even even for so-called professionals. So... Leave wildlife alone, white-tailed deer fawns, and, and uh, turtles in your backyard
1: included. Don't paint the deer. <laughs> oh, my god! Don't gosh. paint the fawns. You know, I, <clears throat> I'd not heard of that, Kyle, the turtle tracker. Someone who uh, <laughs> would paint turtles, but, you know, it's not, not always that surprising, I suppose.
4: The, the woman that brought the injured turtle into my uh, uh, over, over to the house the other day, it, it had just some blue paint on the back of it.
1: <laughs> All right, don't. Don't paint the turtles, people. There's one thing you learned today. Morning Mayhem. Time now is 635.
6: Should I fall
8: out of I'm talking about Elia's, Elia's. I'm talking about Elia's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 in Moral to Now serving homemade tortillas. <laughs>
0: Center.
2: We are just one day away from the start of the 2023 NBA Finals. It will be the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat are the eight seed out of the Eastern Conference. They defeated the Boston Celtics in seven games the conference finals to get here. The Denver Nuggets, on the other hand, are the number one seed out of the Western Conference. They swept the Los Angeles Lakers in the Western Conference Finals to get here. Right now, according to ESPN, the the odds have the Nuggets as an overwhelming favorite. Right now, the series price is the Nuggets minus three eighty. The Heat. Are 300 game one of the series is Thursday night. The Nuggets are an eight and a half point favorite. The game is at 730. You can catch it on ABC. Finally, a quick odd story on college baseball. Teams in the Kentucky Regional might have to stay in Kentucky dorm rooms because of the Railbird Music Festival happening in Lexington. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio
0: Network. Weather from the Fletcher Weather Center with Channel 7's Melinda Mayo. Looks
8: like afternoon highs topping out right around 90 degrees the next few days. Mostly sunny today, humidity still low, and tonight's low down to 67. We'll do the same thing again tomorrow, then small rain chances by Friday. From the Channel 7 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Melinda Mayo.
7: Join the Zone each weekday for the Entertainment Report, brought to you by
2: Bell & Sward of Conway. Find out the very latest breaking news in entertainment each day on The Zone. Justin, West and Christian will dish out what the stars and celebrities have going on, and you can catch it every day. Bell & sword has everything for the best-dressed man. From boots to suits, check them out on Facebook or
8: Instagram. Bell & sword at 1020 West Oak Street in Conway. Roger Scott for Family Markets. Are you tired of the same old grocery store experience? Then it's time to switch things up and shop at the neighborhood Family Markets in Pangburn, Malvern, and Shannon Hills. Our stores offer a unique shopping experience where we know our customers by name and offer a wide selection of fresh locally sourced meats and produce. And you can even grab you a hot cup of community coffee while you're there. On selected items, you can mix and match any five items for only $24.99. And if you're a Valero Gasoline customer, store points on your Family Markets reward card and reduce in them at the pump to lower your price per gallon at select stores. At your neighborhood family markets, we're committed to providing a personalized shopping experience that's focused on our customers. So come on down and see why we're the best choice for your grocery needs. With fresh food, great deals, and friendly service, we're sure you're going to love shopping at the neighborhood family markets. So come on, stop by today and check us out. We're the family markets with stores located in Pangburn, Malvern, and Shannon Hills.
1: Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. What would you call a city that made $100 million
5: a year off of gambling and prostitution? The FBI called it illegal, but here in Hot Springs, Arkansas, we just called it tourism. Enjoy the story of the great American spa told by the people who lived through it at the award-winning Gangster Museum of America, 510 Central Avenue in Hot Springs. 501-318-1717 or go to
0: TGMOA.com If you can impersonate someone on our show we can guarantee that you'll live forever on Roger's Button Bar hey,
6: I know y'all gonna look at be funny but what y'all gonna
0: do now Welcome back to the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio
1: Buttons in here since the last time I sat in this seat. Chris Kane, Kyle Deckelbaum in studio today with Josh Neighbors, oh, whose mic I don't have on until right now. It's okay. <laughs> Josh is looking at me. He asked uh, me yesterday, you'll love this. He goes, Oh my God. He goes, Hey Chris, uh, you want to sit, you know, in the captain's chair? You you go with that? And I was like, Yeah, I'm comfortable there. I mean, yeah, I'm comfortable here. I haven't done it in Four well, years. I it
2: was more like Chris. Do you want and me? I, no, no, and no. Said, I'm good. And said no.
1: I'm good. No, no. I could do it. It's more of just so. Is it like I, I want to test the theory? Is this like riding a bike or not? Yes. Is oh. this something where I could jump back in and go? Like okay, yeah, I can do in life, it. Ride, yes.
2: Uh, riding a bike. That's it. That's what my old producer. Same thing, said, right? He to, to me every single day. He said ride the bike.
1: Ride the bike. Ride the bike. That's what I'm doing. I'm riding the bike, but I am forgetting about the bells and whistles that go along with the bike. So yep, yep. thank you for helping you me out with those this morning. Like knowing when to go to break. Fading to go we to break. Now have bells yes.
2: whistles and cameras on the spicy. And day.
1: that's the other thing I was gonna say. We are also live on stream. Is this YouTube?
2: On Twitter, on YouTube, and I believe on Facebook. And Falsy on Mart, Facebook.
1: Hopefully. Okay, fantastic. So you can catch us in multiple ways. Chris Kane, Kyle Deckelbaum, Josh Neighbors. Also joined by Keith Stevens and Trey Reed from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission. Short segment here coming up, but I do have a couple of questions for you, gentlemen. Okay, you ready?
3: Which by the way, we have one viewer in France right now.
1: What? One viewer in France wonder who that could be maybe my cousin
5: is
3: that, it's is David that for Basil. Real?
1: No, Oh, David is watching? <laughs> is he <laughs> watching? Yes.
3: Uh, yes. Is he really? I think he texted us this morning. He did? We need to give him far better things to do right now. But. Bonjour.
1: David Basil Roger Scott never looked better. I guess that's on our. <laughs> oh, <No. laughs> he's sitting there just watching. He is. Watching morning mayhem. Still doing taxes <laughs> from four years ago. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's go. We've got this This question for you, Trey, before you make one uh, very important correction this morning. Hey, Trey, how rare is albino? in white deer.
4: I mean, it's not, like, unheard of, but, I mean, just like albinism in the human population is not super common. I mean, and if you think about it in terms of white-tailed deer, you know, an animal that's that's brown and multi-tone uh, and has nature's camouflage like a uh, regular white-tailed deer survives a lot better than one that's bright white. Uh, and that's why, I mean, you know, yeah. it's a genetic mutation, uh, and, and it happens, but it's not real common and especially if you see an adult albino white-tailed deer that that's that's pretty uncommon that that it survived into adulthood now something that is a little bit more common uh, uh, it's called a piebald deer where you have some splotches of of white and it's not, it is not to different degrees some it can be more white than you know than, than brown sometimes but uh, you will get reports of those every once in a while but still relatively un- uncommon not 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 not
1: not unheard of, but not not common. All right, uh, Keith. I was told the AGFC is not trapping nuisance bears getting into trash anymore. Is this true? No, it's not true. Okay. I mean,
5: if we have something, if we get called um, about a bear repeatedly, uh, you know, getting into trash and and uh, getting into uh, you know pet food, things of that nature. Um, we do trap them and um, relocate them but uh... you know normally we want to try to let them go back you know and 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 uh, go back into their natural habitat uh, and and not have to relocate them if, if possible
4: okay And mo- most of the time if you know we'll tell a, a homeowner or a property owner or whatever like you know put up the dog food and cat food take down your bird feeders if you rem- and put your trash cans put a locking top on them or put them in a garage or something once you do that, most of the time that bear's going to move on and to, to an area where it's supposed to be uh, other than in somebody's backyard. But this is a time of year when young males are establishing new territory. What does that mean? Uh, so, well, <laughs> when... When, uh, time uh, to go. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, so it's time a, to go
5: it, out. It's, when it's a, a, it's when a, a when strategy for mommy bear and a
1: daddy bear. <laughs> we, fall we won't in get love. into all that, Chris. But uh, you know, there
4: could be kids listening this morning, and you know, <laughs> I didn't know is it that was what you are kind of saying? Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that <laughs> what you are saying, Trey?
1: <laughs> is that time
4: it's not of year. The discovery Channel. <laughs> no, the, so the bears emerge from their dens uh, in in April, and the female bears will sometimes let the the female offspring that are like a year, year and a half old at this point stick around and establish a home range but she does not want the males to do that because you don't want inbreeding. Okay, you want yeah, genetic right. diversity. They kick so the boys out. Get Kick out the here. boys out, yeah. and they strike out for the territory to set up a new home range, and sometimes, you know, their nose leads them to places like our backyards or sacks of dog food on the back porch where they, where they shouldn't be. Deer but
1: camps, I imagine. Very popular abso- places. Abso- abso- they're unoccupied right now, mostly. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, please, please be careful out there, folks. If you see bears, what's the don't run. What's what's what do you what do you tell people? Just make a lot of noise. Here's what yeah, you know? make noise and I, what I've I tell heard people
4: is enjoy the experience because it's it is extremely it. rare to see a bear in the wild in Arkansas. Let me I mean tell I've you seen something. a handful and I've spent a lifetime in the outdoors okay. in the natural.
1: Let space. me tell you, if you're two if the two things I walk away with from Trey Reed today are don't paint turtles <laughs> and enjoy the experience when you see a bear that's a heck of a day. I mean, that that you you have done your job, sir, because those are two things that you I'm going to remember. it's not
4: even, it's 6.46,
1: you know, I mean, it's I know, like, we're uh, running Keith, can I take you the rest old. of the day yeah, off? Yeah, I mean, sure. you know, we've done so That's much a, already. Keith, we talked about, lamb, yeah. he, do, he doesn't get enough compliments after doing the show. I want to compliment him on, on two <laughs> things I won't soon forget. Don't paint turtles, number one, and when you see a bear in Arkansas, enjoy the experience. Back after this, Morning Mayhem.
9: I know horse racing season is over at Oakland, and as usual, it was an outstanding year on the track at one of America's premier horse racing facilities. But Arkansas's only racing casino resort is not slowing down. As a matter of fact, Oakland is picking up the pace in its casino, its spectacular hotel, event center, world-class spa, and fantastic restaurants. So while planning your summer fun, make sure and put Oakland on your top priority list. You are guaranteed to have a home run experience. And if you haven't heard, the Oakland Sports app is now accepting debit and credit cards through Play Plus. So if you haven't tried this yet, it makes It's a whole lot easier than ever to bet on the Oakland Sports app. And talk about credibility. Oakland has been around 118 years. Babe Ruth and his buddies came to Oakland to relax and kick back. Place your bets at the same place where the great Bambino spent time having a blast. Download the Oakland Sports app on the Apple App Store or Google Play today. New members are eligible for a $250 first bet insurance. So while planning your summer fun, make sure and put Oakland on your top priority list. You are guaranteed to have a home run experience. We'll see you at Oakland, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Randy Rainwater here for Hennard's
4: Foothills Equipment in Searcy. Hennard's carries industry-leading brands for your lawn, garden, hay, and construction needs. Kubota's full line of tractors and construction equipment, Vermeer hay equipment, Spartan zero-turn mowers, and steel handheld equipment are just some of the quality products they sell and service. Located 1920 South Main in Searcy, stop by see my friends at Hennard's
7: Foothills Equipment, your hometown dealer. No matter where you live.
1: Now is a great time to get on the water, kick back, and do some fishing. And the team at Max Prairie Wings and Stuttgart is ready to help you out. Max Prairie Wings and Stuttgart is your Tohatsu outboard dealer. Tohatsu outboards are affordably priced and backed by a five-year warranty. Max offers competitive prices and in-house financing, along with a service center with certified Tohatsu technicians. Fishing rods to guns, casual summer clothing to a new Tohatsu outboard. Max has everything you need for summer fun. So stop by Max Prairie Wings and Stuttgart today or do some browsing and shopping online at maxpw.com.
7: Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store right here in Sherwood. You know what? You hear a lot of car dealer ads every day. I try to listen to all of them. They all talk about special deals and low prices and low interest. But you know what? When you get to the car lot, how do you know what's on sale? Do you walk around the lot and try to figure it out? Or do you ask the salesperson? He says, I gotta go see the manager to talk to. And then you're gonna be stuck there all day trying to figure out what the right price is. When you come to Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood, you're going to see our prices displayed on the windshield. Our best price is there for everyone to see. Folks, there is no negotiating or haggling. Everyone gets my best deal. Look for the green tags. We'll give you the most for your trade-in. We need your trade-in. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood and let us show you a better way to buy. You'll get the best deal and I promise a hassle-free buying experience. Come see us at Fletcher Dodds on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop us online at FletcherDeals.com. Guys,
4: If you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. Schedule your complete
9: health assessment at Low-T Center today. They now offer the convenience of monitored, self-inject, at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low-T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatments, Low-T
4: Center makes it easy. To get started on treatment, only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book online. Low-T Center, reinventing men's health care.
2: Brit Floyd, the world's greatest live Pink Floyd experience, returns to the theater at Simmons Bank Arena Friday, June 2nd at 7.30 p.m. to celebrate 50 years of the dark side of the moon, featuring classic tracks such as Money, Time, Us and Them, and The Great Gig in the Sky, as well as many highlights from Pink Floyd's magnificent album catalog tickets are on sale now for brit floyd a live pink floyd experience
6: hey arkansas fans it's peyton Stovall, and i'll be on out of bounds every monday this baseball season thanks to my friends at a state construction in sheridan for the past 18 years a state construction has been building new homes all over central arkansas look them up on facebook at a state construction llc got a question The
0: fastest way to get on the show is to text us at 661 1037. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio.
1: Thanks to Josh Neighbors for keeping me on you time. Know, it,
2: it's such a sharp departure, and Trey knows this too from being in here. Like, you really, once the music hits and there's no audio playing in the underneath, Baz is going, we're going.
1: I let it ride. Was, you
2: and RJ like to let it ride a bit.
1: I like a little music in the morning. I
2: actually like it too.
1: It's just, well, especially song. listen, I mean, just sleep with Mac. This is just so easy. Yeah. You know, it's smooth.
3: I think there are so many cars falling asleep right now.
1: So Wake up, cars. people! Wake up! There there we go. That, that, there we that, wake that was the Roger Scott. Yeah, right yeah, there.
3: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right,
1: welcome back into the studio, 661 If you want to call in, um, you can also text in on the text line, six six one one zero three seven. Chris Kane, Kyle Deckelbaum, Josh Neighbors in here all morning with you. Thanks to Kyle for joining us the next couple of days. Trey Reed and Keith Stevens from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission joining us as well for this Last segment in the hour, I believe, Josh. This is the last segment in the hour, it is. Thank goodness, I've got you to keep <laughs> me going in the right direction today because I'm jumping back in this chair. Last time I sat in this chair, I think Matt Jones was sitting across me. Oh wow. time. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yes, I know. Wow,
2: back in the day. Wow. Back you know, in the back day. In my day. Back yes. in
1: the day. It was. It was. All right. I got a couple questions for you. Hey, let me throw something out. You know, what one you got? of the
4: benefits of bringing your your boss, which Keith, Keith is my supervisor. He's our chief of communications. Is they can point out when you make a mistake on live radio, which I I did in oh, the opening segment. Would you yeah. like to correct? Can you, can you can you can you tell me tell everybody what I did? Well, uh, first of all, first actually, of all, you
5: were getting some text on that. Yeah, I hate to
1: admit this. <laughs> this,
4: is, this is why when you have two
5: people that have journalism degrees that uh, we're not we're not really swift on uh, on biology. But anyway, um, turtles aren't amphibians. So. They're reptiles.
0: They're reptiles.
1: Believe it or not. My bad. Three, Three Daryl things. Bowman. Uh, yeah. Three Daryl Bowman. Today. Thank you. Appreciate Three that. things today.
3: Don't to paint
4: have, turtles. Good to have biologists <laughs> listening to, to correct you and they've got you on speed dial to point out your inadequacies and incompetencies if
3: they didn't chris and i would have let it rise oh absolutely, absolutely. Oh, But the most important thing is we did get out
1: great information right right. about not painting turtles Kyle, can you if I, look i've known these guys for a while but even i'm not going to try and call out anyone with that logo on their shirt on something about biology because I don't care what you got your degree, and you still know more about it than I do. You're going to forget more about it than I'm going to know. And so when I hear these guys talk, I'm like, I just got to trust them.
9: Just got and to I trust say, them. I'm
1: not a biologist, but I play one on TV and radio. At least sometimes. radio, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. And and yeah, t- hey, before we go, I want to promote your TV show, too. I know you guys do a great job with that. Oh, right, let's, thanks, get to man. A qu- let's get to a question real quick from David. David, what's up? Morning, ma'am.
6: Hey, I got a question for you. So, my um, wife. Uh, up on Greer Springs this weekend, and we went up one of those little side tributaries, one of those creeks that feed the lake. And we get farther up in there, and there's uh, a line going uh, completely across the stream or the creek with hooks hanging off of it. Is that legal? Is that supposed to be that way?
0: It,
4: it, it is David. It's thanks a, for the call. A, thanks, David. It, it's a it's a trot line. Uh, sounds like from what you describe, and uh, it is a, a legal method of passive fishing in Arkansas. Now, some bodies of water uh, may not allow it, like water supply lakes and things like that, uh, or you know, a municipal, a regulatory authority or something for a lake may not allow it. But uh, it, it on Greers Ferry, yeah, it's a it's a legal fishing method. It's
1: called a trot line. All right, we want to do a trivia question today as well. We've got a capital smokehouse and grill tickets to give away josh
2: uh yeah we'll do capital smokehouse and grill though is okay that what we're
1: doing? yes that is what right. we're doing Six six one one zero three seven. if you want to get in on this trivia question 661-1037 trey go ahead and give it to. all them. right
4: this is an easy one especially if you've already been listening this morning
1: as keith called it it's a hanging curve
4: what are the dates of free fishing weekend in arkansas in 2023
1: do they have to get the time i'll just go
4: with the date <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're going to make this easy. Okay. I want to reward people who have been listening to Morning Mayhem and are in tune with Game and Fish regulations.
1: 661-1037, if you want a Capital Smokehouse and Grill gift card, what dates is Free Fishing Weekend, or our, it, what dates are Free Fishing Weekend in the state of Arkansas? Six Greg, six Greg one one oh three there. Yeah, I right. know, I'm sitting there. I was like, you know, it's easier when you write it out. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those uh, mediums you have to actually speak, though. All right, we've got to... Oh, the phones are just lit up. All right, hold on one sec. We'll see uh, what name we can get on Line first. One, Line I'm one, let's go ahead. Me. Line one, you're on Morning Mayhem. What's the answer?
9: It is 10th and
1: 11th. All right, say it one more time. June 10th and 11th. Mm. Dealer's choice here. What do you want to do? I, oh, boy. Oh. I, I can't accept that oh, answer. Oh, I'm
6: sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Six six one one zero oh,
1: three seven. Six six one one zero oh, three seven. If you have the answer, what dates are free fishing weekend? Taking them hot. We're going to go with the first one I saw. All right. Morning, Mayhem, you You're on the air. Hey, I was calling
3: to see if
8: you got somebody for the uh, fishing weekend question.
1: Yep, you're on the air. Go for it. Give us the answer. What do you got?
8: June nine ten eleven. Bingo. Bingo! That is correct. All right,
1: stay on the air. We're going to put you on hold. Josh is going to take care of you. Thank you. All right, we didn't make him do the time. If you're still calling in for the trivia question, the tri- that, you put me on the spot, Chris Kane. Hey, I mean that's I, what
4: I, I do. Trey, you know, Reed. I really hated that 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 lady that was so close, and I wanted to give her an opportunity, and I I, I, I sort of was in my silence, like uh, you know, man, but you know. You're shorting
1: her a half day. You're shorting the people a half you are day. You're shorting if you the people that a half answer. day
4: if you don't include uh, June 9th. You know, at I, noon, I've noticed on Jeopardy sometimes like there's just silence when they they, they haven't hit the, when somebody gives like a partial answer
1: like that. Yeah, because the the, the judges are figuring it yeah. out.
4: Yeah. yeah, and they're giving them like that you know, three seconds or five seconds or whatever. That's what I was trying to do, <laughs> you know, but it didn't didn't, didn't work out. Well, especially when
3: all. you gave the answer away earlier. We did discuss that uh, it Specifically is uh, noon, the yeah. June
4: yeah. 9th through midnight, June 11th, uh,
1: uh, right after we came on the air All right, 30 morning. seconds, your radio and TV show. Go. What do you uh, got?
4: Oh, yeah, man. Uh, the television show is Arkansas Wildlife, airs the last Sunday night of every month on KATV Channel 7, uh, 1230 a.m. Technically, it's Monday morning. Uh, uh, great show. We cover all the conservation work of the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission and, and other partners as well as outdoor opportunities across the state. And speaking of that, Arkansas Wildlife Magazine. Uh, uh, subscribe now, $12 a year, and you'll get the coveted calendar issue, which is the July-August issue. Go to ArkansasWildlife.com. We are
0: just a bunch of guys having fun. Uh, just one has exceptional hair. Uh, yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. 1037 The Buzz, K-A-B-Z, Little Rock. My
5: favorite event of the year is finally here. May Sale is back at Sissy's Log Cabin. During the month of May, you can save up to 65% on the very best and fine jewelry.
4: I'm talking exclusive designer pieces, one of a kind estate jewelry, engagement rings, and more.